Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1982, Investing with Debt, by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. We're going to get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Investing with Debt, by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. We recently received an email from a reader that went something like this. Quote, I know your stance on buying a house, and I agree with your reasoning. However, I live in the Midwest of the U.S., where it's more financially sensible to buy a house instead of rent. I currently live with family while I'm paying off debt, and I'll be debt-free by the end of next year. Once my debt is paid, I plan to save more aggressively for retirement, increase my emergency fund from a couple months to a year, and save for a house. So my question to you, if given the opportunity, would you buy your first house in cash over getting a mortgage? End quote. Okay, first of all, great job on becoming debt-free. You deserve a pat on the back for that. Now, on to her question. It's no secret that we here at Millennial Revolution have certain opinions on housing. Hint not a fan. Housing should be treated as a place to live, not as an investment. And in many high-cost cities, it makes much more sense to rent rather than own. But in certain cities, it might not be the worst idea. Justin McCurry from rootofgood.com bought his house in North Carolina for just $108,000. At that price, you won't blow up your retirement plan too badly. So in situations like this, where the housing costs are low enough for it to make sense and you have the cash, does it make more sense to take out a mortgage or just pay cash? If it were me, I'd always choose to pay cash. Here's why. We've all heard the arguments of why it supposedly makes mathematical sense to go into debt, or in this case, deliberately take on a mortgage to invest. If the interest rate on the debt is only three to 4%, and markets give you gains of 6 to 7%. It makes sense to do it, right? Well, not really. That may have made sense before the financial crisis, when we believe the economy had three separate yet equally important groups, the job market, financial markets, and the housing market. But as we find out during the financial crisis, they're not separate, are they? In fact, they're linked. 
Now we know that when one falls, it can and will pull other parts down with it. A housing crash can roil the financial markets, which can spark massive layoffs, which cause housing to crash even more, which makes the financial markets plummet even more, and so on and so on until we have a worldwide recession. It's in this situation when using debt to invest gets you into trouble. Index investing is, I believe, the most reliable and simplest way to generate long-term gains for retirement. But a core part of that strategy is that when your allocation drifts from your target, you're supposed to rebalance. This means selling stuff that went up and buying stuff that went down. And crucially, in a financial crisis like the one we experienced in 2008, that means selling bonds and throwing cash at equities as they plummet. It's not fun, but it does work, as we experienced firsthand when we got through the 2008-2009 crisis without losing any money using exactly this strategy. However, we wouldn't have been able to do this if we invested with debt. When financial companies run into trouble, it's entirely in their right to call whatever debt they have and force you to pay it off immediately. If this happens, you'll be forced to sell your equities to cover the debt, and that's exactly the worst possible time to sell. That's for HELOCs. For mortgages, the risk is similar because if the crisis gets bad enough that you lose your job, you'll fall behind on your mortgage payments and risk getting your house foreclosed, forcing you into the difficult situation of selling off assets at the worst possible time or losing your home. But if you had paid for the house with cash and you had a sufficient emergency fund, you could wait out the storm not lose your house, and not be forced to sell your retirement portfolio until the job market picks back up. Now there's a downside to paying with cash that you're probably noticing. The higher the home price, the more cash you need, and the more cash you don't have to invest for your retirement. And that's kind of the point. Home equity is dead money, and it will remain dead money that you can't access until you sell the house. So it makes sense to keep the money you spend on your house as low as possible. So that's why I'd pay with cash. It avoids debt, which would force you to sell your portfolio at a loss if a crisis happens. And it keeps you from buying too much house, which as we've written time and time again, is an excellent way to blow up your retirement plan. You just listened to the post titled Investing with Debt by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. 
Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. We talk about buying homes so much on this show because it's such a complex topic. First, you have to decide if you should even buy a house. Then you have to decide how much you can afford. And finally, if you will finance it or not. These are not easy questions. And I think everyone is going to have different answers based on their circumstances. I don't think anyone can tell you if you should buy a house or not. That's a personal decision and there are so many variables to consider. You're the only person that sees the full picture of your situation. So you're really the only one that can make that call. But I do think getting exposed to how other people think about this decision for themselves can help us look at the various variables from different angles. Whether you buy or rent, housing is gonna be an expense just like any other expense. I think the key is to look at it like any other expense and consider how to optimize it and reduce it. And if you're going to buy a home, I think it's helpful to consider how much of your net worth will be tied up in that house if you're going to pay in cash. Many people who decide to pay off their mortgage or buy in cash don't consider that now their money is tied up in an illiquid asset. For me, I don't want more than 10% of my net worth in my house so that I can put the bulk of my money into income-producing assets. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.